Welcome to Join the Gang, a New Age Community Podcast. We're here. It's episode number one. I know it's a pretty big number, Max. How do you feel about it? Oh, I'm very excited to be introducing our first guests. Uh, we're going to be talking about Minecraft this episode, and uh, we have three people on from the Minecraft server, uh, three very active players on that, and uh, I'd love to hear what they think about the, uh, the server. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Uh, we're really thankful to have you guys here. And for those of us who are, are joining for the first time, Newish Community Podcast, Join the Gang, is all about celebrating who we are, people in the club, and, and how we spend our time together. So I'm really interested in this topic because I don't play Minecraft, so I'm going to learn a lot here. I've, uh, I've interacted with the Minecraft server once, uh, so I also know barely anything about uh, the Minecraft server here, and uh, I'd love to hear what what memories they have and and what sort of things they have uh, planned to come that uh, I I don't get to hear about. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let, I mean, let's get right into it, shall we? So I'll introduce our first guest. Our first guest is a first year at Northeastern University, and yet on the eboard. Public Relations Director, uh, a near and dear position to my heart, is Sam Berlin. Sam, how you doing? Hi, I'm doing good. Tell us about like how you found the club and, and what your experience has like, been so far. Because from my understanding, you are a, a quarantine baby in that respect. <laughs> yeah, uh, I found the club when my friend Maggie Cassidy, she was like, hey, check out this club. It's a casual engineering club. And then she sent me the link to the Discord. And everyone was playing Among Us, so I joined. She called us a casual engineering club? <laughs> yeah. That's what we are, right? Uh, we engineer victories <laughs> and defeats, if that counts for anything. <laughs> yeah, apparently we play board games here. Yeah, we have yet to maybe force Sam to play these board games. Let's get her integrated. She's played some games. I played um Spirit Island yesterday with Tim. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was really fun. Speaking of Tim, Tim Frieden uh, is also in this call. He is a uh, second year, and he is one of the uh, main members of the climbing gang at Northeastern. We used to go over to um, this rock climbing uh, area and uh, and just go every single week. Tim, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so as Max said, this is my second year at Northeastern and second year in the club. Um, it's been a pretty big part of my life at Northeastern, and I appreciate you inviting me onto this podcast. Yeah, we're, we're glad, glad to, to have, have you. you. Oh, Max, you jinxing me, man. Is this gonna how it's going to be the entire 150-some-odd episodes we're going to do? Oh, I certainly hope we're on the same wavelength. Oh, I haven't played wavelength yet. Okay, well, since we're on the same wavelength, I'm going to telepathically influence you to uh, introduce our next guest. Oh, I feel... Influence is that just the wind or is that Jasmine Melchior, our third guest? Welcome, Jasmine is a prestigious member of the club. She is, I believe, a fifth year and is former holder of many eboard positions, including, if I'm not mistaken, vice president, game master, and director of public relations, and also an active member in the chess club community. Jasmine, what's going on? Well, I wouldn't say prestigious. <laughs> I also don't play chess as much as I used to. I think the last time I was I went to a chess club meeting was like a year or two ago. <laughs> but I definitely do like chess, and chess is a lot of fun. I've been trying to get better at it, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I've been losing consistently to one member in the club who I won't name, 
but um, they're very good and they beat me a lot. <laughs> so Is it Neil or Dan Lehman? <laughs> uh, no, it's actually a new member. Oh, really? Yeah. This is how we engineer defeat, if you will. <laughs> All you have to do is start a game with me. It's not hard. Well, I do know that you still love playing Bug House. Uh, so even if it's not regular chess, variants of chess are very popular. Oh, God, yes. You guys should do a chess episode. Oh, don't worry. We're going to do a chess episode. <laughs> We've got episode ideas off the wazoo. People listening at home will take your suggestions. and Just know that we have a very long list and, and we're happy to grow it. Chess is one of the first ones I thought of. I could also talk for an entire hour about Jungle Speed. So if you want to do a Jungle Speed episode. Oh, I forgot Jungle Speed existed. <laughs> this is Why are you going to do this to me? We have a Jungle Speed episode. We, most of the people in the club probably don't even know what Jungle Speed is. And they can't. Yeah, what is Jungle Speed? It's only the best game ever. All right. I mean, we got time for this. We, we got time on our opening segment. Go on, Max. Tell us about Jungle Speed. Jungle Speed is a game not meant for quarantine. It is a game of wrestling people. It is a game of... Uh, of trying to grab this one small little totem from the center as fast as you can uh, when certain conditions happen in the, in the rest of the game. Um, I watch other people play because I am too scared to, uh, to get involved. <laughs> yeah, really. You, well, you know when a game has to have like a no kicking rule, that <laughs> it's really serious. This ain't throw, throw burrito, though I do appreciate throw, throw burrito. This is like WWE level... <laughs> Like, what's that name of that Rumble Fest or whatever it is? The Royal Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> it's WWE Smackdown, if you will. Yeah, it's very much not a quarantine game. Everyone is, like, touching each other and touching the totem thing in the middle and, like, sitting in it. it when, if you come into a room, people playing Jungle Speed, the first thing you see is, like, oh, there's people, like, sitting down, like, telling stories around a campfire or something. But really, you hone in and you watch for, like, 30 seconds, and all of a sudden you just see one person, like, tackle another person. You're like, oh, that, that was a pretty harsh story, don't you think? Yeah, all it's missing is just the uh, the ropes around the, the box, the, the cage match. But anyways, um, Jasmine, I know that you've also been on a previous New Age podcast. How does it feel to be back? It feels like deja vu all over again. <laughs> it's kind of trippy because I was used to hosting last time, and now I don't have to do that. So have fun, guys. <laughs> Lucky you. We really take on all the work here, and this is terrible. Like, man, people like Sam in the call, and I'm just tormenting myself. I can barely stand it. Oh. <laughs> well, way to call out the new member. My mistake. <laughs> I'll leave. <laughs> and, uh, and Tim, I know that you also uh, really love cheese. Want to talk about? Oh my god, yes. Tim, please. <laughs> I, we weren't planning to have a cheese episode, uh, though I wouldn't be surprised if our minds changed. I mean, it's from cheese <laughs> to chess. It's a very small jump. Oh, can we also talk about wheat? <laughs> I don't really know why I have bought, become the ambassador to Cheese Club, as I have never been to Cheese Club, but stuff like that happens, you know? Yeah, that's an old Curry Gang reference, isn't it? We used to... People uh, back in the uh, before times, if you will, people used to hang out in Curry Student Center, which I don't know, really some people listening to this podcast may never have even been to the Northeastern campus. Curry Student Center is this really nice place to hang out. And there's these big, not balconies, but like tiered steps where you can sit on and people do work and things like that. And in between classes, we would go there and sort of hang out and have conversations, do work, have lunch, things like that. And it's a really great meeting place. And it was 
pegged curry gang, despite having nothing to do with the uh, typically Eastern dish of spice. One of my favorite activities there was getting kicked out by the curry, like the curry student center staff for events. That was a lot of fun. Oh yeah, and they're like, "I'm sorry, this area is reserved," and I'm like, but it's the student center. And they're like, "Well, events are students too." And I'm like, but what do you mean? There's also like two times the amount of staircases in that building than you would think there are. They're hidden all over, and it's really weird. You think there's more staircases in Curry than the entire campus? Honestly, it's a close contest. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be that surprised. Well, you know what? We don't have the liberty of being at Curry Student Center right now. At least some of us don't. But we do get along outside of the campus. Has anyone been doing anything fun this week? I've been preparing for a podcast. I played Spirit Island with Tim. I was wondering if you were going to bring that up, and I was right. You did. Uh, Malcolm was there. So was Chase. It was fun. Spirit Island's a pretty uh, heavy cooperative game, Sam. Was that your first experience with a game like that? It was. I played the support character, and then I played the ocean. The ocean. How was that experience? I know that um, for me, when I teach games, people have different opinions of cooperative games, and Spirit Island is a really good game, but it's also very challenging to learn. Uh, Well, in the beginning, it was pretty confusing, because I didn't really know what corresponded to what on the board. But then... um. I don't know, it just kind of fell into place. Also, Tim and Chase played, like, Time and also God, and it was, it was fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so the, the first game, um, I played just the element of Time, uh, so that was pretty fun. And then the second game, Sam and I combined, she was the coast, and I was the inlands. It worked. It was harder, but it worked. Which, uh, which did you have more fun with? The... Um... The sort of support and helping everyone else out or the the rage and the destruction of, of people? You know, like I really liked the rage and destruction, but uh, the, the support character was nice because it always went first and always had something to do, which was make someone else go first. So I appreciated that. I force you to go first. You must make the decision instead of me. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, I You'll quickly learn as we play board games together at some point that uh, I tend to be quite aggressive in that i like to get myself out there and it usually gets me killed but in spirit island uh there are enough of those uh tribesmen to beat up that we don't have to beat each other up thankfully oh wait uh tim what was that thing chase did with the extra continent oh yeah he then just added more islands to the islands <laughs> he did just add more islands and we were like oh cool this is here <laughs> <laughs> oh wow that must have been the expansion stuff was this in person it was the expansion and yeah oh tim i didn't know you lived out there that's awesome yeah i'm right in uh boston right now oh wait yeah people are back aren't they that's so weird yeah it's like i don't even like it's like a new semester's begun and i, I can't even like comprehend it but it's really awesome that you guys are actually able to get together and and do something in person even if it's every once in a while yep we did a wallies run and everything you did a wallaston's run yeah man our new listeners may not know but Wallaston's is your campus delicatessen, if you didn't know. Uh, <laughs> they are a wonderful location, slightly overpriced, but they have pretty good food, and they're open late hours of the night, so during uh, original game nights, we like to go on the proverbial Wallaston's run, but as an experienced member of the Wallaston's run, it's not really a run unless you go at 11.50. <laughs> <laughs> True, I think we did leave at 12. 
And for those who want some extra Wallison's experience, I know that there is a theoretical Wally's Run board game that the uh, club has sort of worked on. I'm not sure how playable it really is. I think it's it's fallen from grace. I believe it has been destroyed. Oh, we don't, we don't talk about that. I just did. Is the reason why we have to have the rule, we don't tier list friends. <laughs> yeah, uh, there was one year where a couple of people just developed their own board game, and it was based on club members going to Walsons. It was really funny, but I think they, they left it like on top of the locker or something, and eventually the janitor uh, nabbed it up and, and tossed it, so it was lost to the void, but it was a good experience. Or maybe he's playing it right now. <laughs> hey, it's true. Everyone's got to get into some solo games here in the quarantine. It keeps me sane. Perhaps Asmodee is uh, making a copy of it right now uh, since the, the janitor sold it off them or something like that. <laughs> yeah, he took the publishing rights. Just <laughs> went for Wallaston's Your Campus Delicatessen, The Void Game. Okay, so here we're here in episode one, and for our first episode, we decided on a topic that is pretty dang large, if you ask me. It's Minecraft. Now, why did we pick Minecraft? Max, you can seek on this as well. I I personally wanted to do Minecraft because just recently, uh, I believe last week, Minecraft and New Age had a little faux partnership, and there is now a new age server where people can join in and play on the same world with one another so we thought that choosing minecraft for the first episode would be appropriate time with that yes it's almost as if the um the announcement for the podcast and the announcement for the minecraft uh, basically happened in the, in the same week it was very close by so seeing that as it's so fresh on the mind of people and seeing as it's a, a very easy thing for people to get into now that it's being rejuvenated i think uh, i think it's a great first topic yeah so uh one of the things we wanted to talk about is like we preface with it a little bit max and i don't have much experience with minecraft so this is really going to be about the passion and love of our guests and one of the things that i'm curious about is that i remember minecraft coming out in beta or so and when i was in uh early high school like this was 2012 2013 maybe did any of you guys play the game at that point? And if so, how has your experience changed over the years with the game? Well, I originally got Minecraft when I was in sixth grade, which I believe was also around 2013. Uh, it was a birthday gift from one of my friends. Um, I don't really remember playing it back then very much. And I just kind of stopped playing it for... A couple years at least and I recently got back into it so I can't really answer this question but I have had an account for a while that is all I'll say uh, let's see I got the game back when I was in the eighth grade uh, I guess a bunch of my friends and I we used to just go on actually the realm that we use for the server right now and we would just build like small towns and stuff and have fun I got Minecraft when I was also in middle school. I can't remember if it was 7th or 8th grade, like when it was. Uh, one of my friends talked about it, and that inspired me to go out and get it, and I have fun then. But I've been playing periodically with friends and stuff like that over the years. Um, I think I kind of dipped out in like mid to late high school and then came back to it um, in college when some friends were playing over quarantine. 
um, we started at the beginning of quarantine with a different Realm server. Um, and then this new Realm server came up and then the New Age server came up. So that's been a lot of fun. I know that over the course of the years, there's been many different updates to Minecraft. Uh, Tim and Jasmine, uh, how was it the sort of the change? It seems like Minecraft is a very different game with sort of the redstone being added, um, different regions being added. So I think redstone was in the game when I played, I think. I, I can't remember. Um, but there certainly has been a lot added. The more recent Nether update... Uh, 1.16, I believe it was, was big because it revamped a whole section or area of the game that kind of felt barren before, in my opinion, um, and added a bunch of new mechanics. And they've been adding a lot more animals. There's like bees and foxes now and polar bears. Um, so that's been crazy. Uh, there's just been a lot added. I didn't know there was that kind of animal life. I My only experience with Minecraft is... A very brief, like an hour or two on a friend's account <clears throat> way back in that 2012-2013 era. And I think at that point, the game was like five or seven bucks or something to get in beta. I don't know how much it costs now, but it was just like pigs and cows, I think, were the only animals you could use back then. Yeah, there's been a major increase in all of the things in the game. Um, like... Pigs and cows and chickens are probably the original mobs, but now there's all types of passive and hostile mobs in the game, such as um, ocelots and cats and pandas and polar bears, like Jazz brought up. <laughs> and phantoms. Also, those, those don't exist. Phantoms? We don't talk about those. What are phantoms? Uh. Um, uh. <laughs> a couple updates ago, they added a mob called the phantom, which would attack and are really annoying if you don't sleep up for a couple of days. Um, it was, it's a common mob to hate on because a lot of users don't like it. I see. Yeah, we, um, I think we only put them on like once a month was the ruling. Uh, so people can get phantom membranes, which is the, uh, the item they drop, which can be used to repair Electras. What does that mean once a month? Is the game taken in real time or is there like an in-game timer so what we mean for the server is there is a game rule that disables phantoms and uh, on the server we are planning to change that game rule to allow phantoms to spawn one day in real time month ah okay yeah they attack you like it's like an insomnia uh, mod that attacks you when you don't sleep i did want to ask about that too someone who is not familiar with minecraft and how it works especially in multiplayer how does the sleeping factor in because i know that in games like stardew valley when you sleep in single player time skips but in multiplayer it only skips if everyone's sleeping is that the same kind of thing in minecraft exactly the same okay that makes it easy to understand then is that a struggle if you have a large server like especially a public one and you need everyone to sort of go to sleep Mm -hmm, absolutely <laughs> in general yes if you have more than i don't know four or five people just nights will happen um however they are adding a rule in the next upcoming update which allows it so you can have single player sleep so if one person sleeps then it skips the night for everybody oh that's kind of broken you can set an amount essentially 
is there an advantage to having a night like to playing during the night instead of sleeping you can kill mobs yeah there is certain things that only spawn during the night such as skeletons and zombies and spiders uh so if you need their drops then you need it to be night or at least under some kind of cover so Going back to something Connor said a while ago, Connor said that he uh, had only really played for an hour a long time ago. I've also played very little, really just for uh, one night actually on the New, on the new Age server. Uh, and when I did, I was given sort of a, a tour around uh, the different things. Uh, what do you guys think are some of the, the mainstays? If you guys want to give maybe like a tiny little virtual tour, what are, what are the sort of highlights? Can we talk about when you logged on and played Minecraft, though? Okay, I mean, if you want, if you want. Let's let's talk about that. That was interesting. Sure, I want to hear about this. I got him to play Minecraft exactly once. Um, he logged on, and all he would do is try to kill himself repeatedly. Uh. And then we had to, yeah, we had to like give him. We had to abuse admin powers and give him like what was it? What was it? Like nine hundred hearts? Uh, only about two hundred and fifty. But you you normally have 10, so that's quite an increase. Max, do you have anything to say about this activity? Yeah, so I was given a tour of the entire location, and I think that um, there were lots of different interesting things around the server. Uh, there was, um, for example, I know that there was this large Christmas tree uh, that was made just in the center of the main village. What happened with that? <laughs> Dodging the question. It's still there. And you completely changed the topic. Can we uh, go back to what you were doing? Yeah, we can go back to uh, to talking about the different buildings around the area. Uh, I know that some people have even built castles. We also put like every like immunity debuff on him. He was fire resistant. He had feather falling. Uh, he could breathe underwater because he kept trying to drown himself. No, I do have to say though, castles sound really cool. Whenever I see things that people make in Minecraft, I'm I get really impressed. Like I. Am someone who likes the idea of building things, but practically it takes too long for me. So I, I tend to not participate in those activities very much. But I see people like coming in and making these giant castles and buildings. It, it's just really awesome. Yeah, you should definitely uh, get Minecraft and log onto our server. Just to look around. I do remember uh, we did an extra life event in November and... Um, I think it might have been Lulu, not sure who. Someone hosted a, a like house building competition where you had like an hour or so to make the best house. And I remember looking at the screenshots for that and those are just beautiful. Someone had made this like square, it was like 1950s like American architecture style like glass house and it was gorgeous. I'm like, man, I want to live there in a brick world with food and pigmen and creepers. I just remember me building my house and I thought it was pretty good. What was it like? Uh, well, it had four walls uh -huh. and it was made out of dirt and yeah. So like the start of like the three little pigs fairy tale or like? I made everyone's, I made a recreation of everyone's first Minecraft house, which is just like a four walled piece of dirt. <laughs> yeah. I think it had a door. I think it did actually have a door. Um, and it had like one torch in it and a chest. <laughs> I don't think it had a bed. <laughs> oh, no bed? What, you sleep on the floor? As long as it also has a yeah. bed, that's a home. You just wait out the night. Just wait out the night. How did you set your spawn point? 
You don't. <laughs> oh, no. I couldn't find sheep. No one finds sheep on their first Minecraft day. Uh, for clarification, Cotter, a bed allows you to set your spawn point anywhere, like, in the realm. So if you don't have a bed when you die, you just kind of go all the way back to, like, not your house in this case. Oh, so you spawn at your bed if you've built one? Yeah, if you die. Oh, okay. That sounds uh, convenient. By the way, hearing about all these different types of houses, is there a theme to the uh, the houses on the server, or is it whatever people have? Oh my god, oh my god. So, I have a cottagecore Minecraft village. It is amazing. There are most of the server... Well, actually, most of the realm was on it. There's more people on the server now. It's... It's, it's great. Do you know what Cottagecore is? No. Okay, so Cottagecore is a romanticized interpretation of Western agriculture life. It is so nice, so pretty. Uh, yeah, I could go on about it, but someone else should talk. Imagine the feel of a cottage in the woods, like maybe a small thing of like crops. That's about it. <laughs> And there's lanterns, and there's like little potato farms everywhere, and there's like cute houses. It's really nice. I'm getting like a, a Salem vibe or like a, a German fairy tale vibe where you're just out in the woods wandering through yada da, and then there's this little sweet quaint cabin with a small garden. Is that kind of what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, uh, sort of. Uh, it used to be secret, too. But then, like, everyone found I mean, it. Yeah, somehow. sure. Everyone found it, Feels right? Bad. You definitely didn't show everyone. I showed all the woman and Tim. You told everyone <laughs> where it was. Hmm. I showed half the people on the server, but everyone found out. Hmm. I didn't show everyone. There's, like, a few people. I didn't show... Go ahead, name no, someone. No, she, she just uh. showed everyone <laughs> on the server. That, that's it. I didn't show Karashi. He just kind of found it himself. I also, I didn't show. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Go on. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. That's the only uh, person. All the new people. <laughs> but to get back to your question about a uh, uh, singular build style, there's a lot of different uh, areas within the realm, uh, each which which have slightly different build styles. So the village that uh, Sam's talking about has a cottage core village style. Whereas another village that's on we the ground... We don't talk about that. That doesn't exist. I don't know what you're talking about. We don't talk about... Why would you bring that up on the podcast? This is a good podcast, Tim. It's, it's supposed to be wholesome. <laughs> Suffice it to say, does not. Because we have stuff like floating memes built by Ryan Lee. Or floating emojis built by Ryan Lee. Yeah, like we have like the main village where we started, where like everyone kind of has like different building styles, but there's a lot of like creative like things everywhere. But then like people sort of branched out after a while. So I know Tim has the technocracy. Not sure where it is, but it's uh, it's different from Cottagecore. So is Cottagecore like an actual architectural movement in the real world, or is that something that Minecraft pegged as like a preset? It's not really an architectural movement. It's, I think more it's from Tumblr pseudo-cultural like it's like okay, an aesthetic that, yeah an aesthetic uh, Tumblr that's counts what I... as real world these days <laughs> what is this techno crawl or whatever okay so when sam first made the lesbian village because um yeah so long story short dan lehman was on and he said that Cottagecore was a lesbian style, and so now it's called the Lesbian Village. Um, it's stuck. It definitely stuck. Yes, it's his it's fault. Stuck. Anyway, so I did not know where it was, and I wanted to move 
out of the main village. So I created the technocracy, um, which would have all sorts of farms because that was something that Sam did not really want her village to have as much. So I They're wanted... not cottagecore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, I made another base, which certainly has a different style. It's much more, um, I wouldn't say city-like, but like less in the wilderness sort of vibe um, and more industrial feel. Um, so that has um, currently only Bryce uh, and I are part of it. However, it has some farms and another base that is away from the main village. It's like a small penal colony broken off from Sam's tyrant rule. That's what I'm getting from this. It's not tyranny, but I will admit there is a new rule. If you don't build cottagecore in the lesbian village, I will modify your build. So it is cottagecore. That sounds like tyranny to me, to be honest with you. <laughs> Gotta run that by the e-board, though. <laughs> oh, is that what this is gonna be? <laughs> Oh, I wonder. <laughs> I wonder who's on the e-board. Anyways, uh, I, I, you know you said that farms are not cottage core, and I would usually associate farms with like farm animals like cows and, uh, and chickens and everything. Uh, are there animals in, in the cottage core in Lesbian Village? So the cottage core Lesbian Village has animals. We have a fox. Uh, we have two skeleton horses, but we have a policy where you, you have to be vegan. So you or not maybe vegetarian. You just can't kill animals, basically, unless they're chickens because they don't count as animals. Wait a minute, you can't hold on. <laughs> <laughs> there's lots of things to unpack here. Apparently, yeah. There's a whole rule list. There's, there's a whole rule deep list. Trauma seated in this village. <laughs> it's this kind of policy that forced me to make the um, the egg rebellion party. That was that was for Zach. That wasn't me. It was for both of you. It's mostly for Zach. I'm in your egg rebellion party. <laughs> yeah, but like now you made this rule. So. <laughs> anyway, uh, Max, to answer your, you, you seem to be a little confused. Um, there are farms, like agricultural ones, where you can grow crops, and then there are farms that people like use to get certain resources, like um, iron. There are iron farms, although they're banned on the server. Uh, Tim has many, many farms. Um, yeah, I, so what I was saying about farms is farms that are purely for production of various resources that don't necessarily look good. Because having something look good in Minecraft um, and have a good aesthetic is will likely make it either less productive or a lot more work to make it look good. So a lot of the farms, uh, which like sugarcane, are kind of hidden away so that you can't really see the design as much. Yeah, like, um, I think the Lesbian Village has two farms, both outsourced uh, for labor and construction. Uh, t Jasmine built the first one. It is a uh, gunpowder farm, but they're all underground, so you can't see them. And then Tim built the uh, sugarcane farm. Who is the labor outsourced to? Who are you getting to come in and, like, moonlight as workers for your construction? Tim and Justin. Apparently me. Oh, the truth reveals. Notice how Sam never does any of the work. He just makes the rules. I make pretty buildings. <laughs> so you say. That, that is true. She made some pretty you good buildings. You make pretty buildings by unmaking other people's buildings. That was one time. Though. One time. And it was, like, 30 minutes ago. 30 minutes ago. I also remember you had a villager trapped in your house at one point. Did you kill him? And you that? named him Beta Boy. <laughs> Cut that out. 
you want. I think you ran uh, away. <laughs> no prisoners of war here, apparently. Okay, but moving that villager from the main village and Tim's, like, weird... Tim, what did you make there? We don't like what you made, but it was efficient. <laughs> oh, wow! You're useful, but we don't like it. It, you. It was... Um, it was uh, <laughs> we don't like it, but they'll use it. Um, yeah, so there's NPCs in Minecraft called villagers, which allow you to trade emeralds for certain things. Um which could be helpful. So I made something that will breed villagers, so then you get more villagers. And Did anyone ever play... Uh, there's this old PC game called Virtual Villagers. Did anyone ever play that game? I don't think I've heard of it. Oh, it's like a top... I played this elementary school. It's like a top-down game where you have this little tribe and you have the villagers in the hut, and this is the classic, like, you put two villagers in a hut and a third villager Oh, this out. is worse, though. This is worse. <laughs> Tim, like, he, I don't know why, but I think the farm requires it that the villagers have to be, like, in a one-block space on top of each other. No, that that's that's different. What is that? It that. What is that? Oh, that's, that's the output. Oh. <laughs> the output? That sounds vaguely um, terrifying. There were some sketchy things, things happening myself. in the main village. That's why I left. No other reason. Yeah, I'm a little off-put by all this output talk. Uh, let's, uh... Let's talk about uh, special events. Have you guys done any special events in the uh, on the server? Uh, informally, we did celebrate Christmas. We made a big tree. It was very pretty, and everyone got gifts on uh, Christmas Eve. That sounds really sweet. What did you guys give people? Flowers. I gave Zach eggs. That's rude. <laughs> it was. <laughs> no, I also gave him some other stuff. I gave him some horse armor and stuff, but I also gave him eggs. Yeah, it was. I think a lot of the gifts were tailored to specific people, so I knew that Ryan needed a lot of instone, which is a block that's kind of annoying to get, uh, so I got him a lot of it. Yeah, Ryan made this um, giant uh, Colosseum arena in the lesbian village, so that's why he needed that. And who fights in the arena? Dare, dare I ask? Uh, so Karashi. usually it's like a judgment arena. <laughs> uh, usually Karashi, then. Uh, sometimes we have people do like battling all the mobs I can spawn. Uh, that's a fun one. And see who can survive the longest or just simply annihilate everything. It's really cool. Mm, tyranny, yes. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> a little. You guys are enjoying it. Just a bit of admin abuse on the server. <laughs> Something like that. That's just the realm. No, that was on the realm. Only realm. Server is that's my realm. I could do that. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> But there was a big kickoff event for the public side of the server last week. Uh, I guess two weeks ago by the time this episode releases. What what did you guys think of that? Did you participate? Kind of did. I made a tower. Um, or I started a tower and I'm still working on it. Uh, people started their own builds, got their own resources, and then we went to go fight the um, end dragon. Yeah, it was really fun. Uh, I remember... Chase, Tim, and I, we all set that up at spawn, and we made a bunch of rules that everyone has to follow. One of the rules is no admin abuse, by the way, so just want to say that. Mm -hmm. Just like no griefing. Uh, we had a problem with people fly hacking, uh, no names on the last server, so we can't do that anymore. Just stuff like that. When you say no admin abuse, is that no abuse of admins or no abuse by admins? Important. Both. 
That sounds like fun. I saw a lot of people that I was not familiar with were taking part in the event, and that was really nice to see some some new people coming in and getting their feet wet in the club through something like Minecraft. It was really cool. I met a lot of new people. I remember when um the realm or what was it? I was like, I'm just gonna restart my realm from the eighth grade because it's pandemic and I'm bored, nothing to do. And I just like I hopped on the Discord and a bunch of people wanted to join. And it was really cool. <laughs> so we all just got to play. Yeah, that is some of the magic of our club. It's one of my favorite things is like whenever I'm playing something that I'm just kind of doing it by myself. I don't really have anyone to play with me. If I, I just hop into banter chat or hop into a voice chat, it's pretty likely that someone will turn up and want to talk or even want to check out the game that I'm playing. Like I've found so many people that like games that I thought you know no one else in the world was into just by getting into a voice call and playing it and that's really a magical experience I'm glad that Minecraft can connect people like that too speaking of new people getting into uh, the Minecraft server is there anything people should do before they join is there any uh, like should they play a little bit on their own or is there any requirements honestly it depends what you want to get out of it like you don't absolutely need to play on your own um, in order to get everything, because you'll still end up doing a lot of the crafting um, and stuff on your own. Um, you can kind of go off into your own little corner and do your own thing if you want to. And just if you want to exist on the server and hang out, that's perfectly fine. Yeah, uh, you you are very free to decide what you want to do. It is sandbox. Uh, like you could just go on your own or you could just be like, hey, can I join your lesbian Minecraft village? And I'd be like, sure, but you have to follow the rules. It's not like a Stardew Valley or a Raft or something like that where you're all kind of working together and things can get rushed along. Sometimes um, it's very, if you want to slow things down, do things on your own, you can. Yeah, there's really no end goal of Minecraft. It's you get out whatever you want to. You set if, your own goals. If you want to build an amazing castle, you can do that. If you want to build... A giant gold farm, you can do that. It's really do whatever you want. What are your guys' favorite things to do? Like what what do you love about Minecraft? So I'm a I like building. It's one of my favorite things to do. So I'm not really in it to like try to get the best gear. Some people like getting really good gear, and some people like uh going out and doing other things. I like building a lot of the times and exploring. So I'm working on a tower right now. I built a giant airship before um, which took a long time um i built i dug out a whole secret base underneath the main village and stuff like that so i've just been kind of doing that sort of thing and I, i've had a good time i'm also trying to make a zoo and i'm trying to get two of every animal at least and some of them have been proven quite challenging so that's gonna take some time but that's another thing i'm working on and that's pretty much it well i'm going to say that i'm more of a fan of doing cool things with redstone which is basically the equivalent of electricity in Minecraft, kinda. Um, and so there's a lot of things that you can do with it, um, like making giant doors or various other contraptions. And I think that, that is an enjoyable way to do stuff in Minecraft. Yeah, uh, I think my favorite thing is honestly just hanging out with the people, but I also like making pretty builds. Or really just houses. I just like making pretty houses. Does anyone have like a most proudest thing they've ever made in Minecraft history? 
Took mine's the airship. Get into the server and see Jasmine's greatest work before your very eyes. Speaking of airship, uh, that was a little bit vague. Um, are you saying like it's more of a uh, because you're getting two of every single type of animal? Is it more like a flying arc, or is it more like a dirigible? I'm not. Oh, okay. So it's it's a dirigible basically. It's like an airship almost out of if you imagine like the war balloons from Avatar: The Last Airbender almost. But like attached to a pirate ship, like a blimp pirate ship, and I'm also not getting the animals into there because that would be like so hard. Oh, so the zoo is not on the airship. <laughs> no, it's not on the airship. The zoo is grounded. Oh my god, I would not have done it if it was going to be on the airship. What about the tower? Are the animals in the tower? No, they're in my secret base underground. I've seen it. It's a little bit, dare I say, sketchy. <laughs> It's not sketch. What are you talking There's about? Like Every animal has any their space for the animals to move. <laughs> but they have grass and are fresh, and some of them have snow, depending. And like, it's nice. I'm doing my best with the limited mass space. If I expanded it more, then it would have hit other things, and it wouldn't have been. How good. many different animals are there in the Four, game? Six, oh, I would not know a lot. Sixteen, eighteen-ish, maybe. Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Wow. That's awesome. Well, pandas. There's probably more because the stuff you can't get because it's pretty rare. Oh, like believe me, I'm trying pandas. to get those. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, but more importantly, uh, if you were to rank your dirigible on the tier list, what tier would it be in? I'd say mine's a solid D tier. D tier? All right. If anyone's right. confused on what a dirigible is, don't worry. We all are. <laughs> it's a real word. It is a real word. It's basically a blimp. Here, for context, Tim. It's, it's a blimp. That's Tim is terrible. also a dirigible. That helps. Tim is right yeah, on the saying he has a big head? No. You're saying he's lightheaded? He could blow off a lot of steam? You're putting words no, in no, my no. Mouth. Why is Tim a dirigible? What do you mean? Well, I, I heard it was because of the Minecraft server. Why is he a dirigible? Is it, isn't it obvious? No. Uh, to all the people who don't know Tim, it might not be so obvious. Uh, I can't help them then. I mean, just get a good look at him. If you <laughs> see Tim in real life, it's kind of you'll 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 know, you'll know. Or if you just see his Discord, uh, or Discord, what Discord? If you see his Discord username <laughs> and profile picture. Uh, for those of us uh, who cannot see it, because once again we are an audio-based podcast, uh, Tim has the word dirigible <laughs> in quotes as his middle name. Yeah. Is that on your birth certificate? No, that's why it's in quotes. Uh, okay. <laughs> now we know. <laughs> this week, Join the Gang is proudly sponsored by Yo Gang's Mind Rift. Mind Rift is a procedurally generated game where players can build whatever their mind imagines. Once you gather the materials, your handy dandy rifting table will allow you to whip up the more advanced building items. I like Mind Rift because of the endless possibilities. Once I put in the work, I can make whatever corner of the world my own with plenty of blocky cosmetics. I just have to watch out for sleepers. If they get too close, they'll make part of my mind to go to sleep, destroying it. Yo Gang is partnering with Join the Gang to make a new rift for any interested players. Once we start signing in, we'll craft a new age of our mind palace. It says in the script I'm supposed to like that plot. My username in game is Love Letter Lover, and I will see you guys in the rift.
man, what a place to land for this episode, guys. This has been a lot of fun. I really appreciate coming on and talking about Minecraft. I wanted to ask one final discussion point, which is simply, uh, we kind of already touched on it, but like people who are interested in playing Minecraft together in the club, do you have any like tips or advice for them? Yeah, now is the time to uh, now is the time to sort of if you guys have a uh, an advertisement way to to sort of get people in, interested. Uh, now is the time for it. Oh, I got you. I got you. I understand. So our Minecraft server is a super fun place where you can meet people and build whatever your heart desires. You should definitely join. And that's all I prepared. How do you join? Uh, you simply put your gamer tag into the hashtag gamer tags. Uh, where is it? Channel, I guess. Or what is it called? It's the first one in the game chat rooms. The Gamertags channel, and then one of the eboard or me will whitelist you. Is the IP address for the server publicly available somewhere? Good question. I believe it's pinned in sandbox games, but I could be wrong. I think it is. It is yeah. not pinned in sandbox games. No, it is not. We will pin it in sandbox <laughs> it's games. It's coming soon. See, we're learning and growing together all around. Any other tips and tricks for noobs? Uh, if someone offers you chorus fruit, accept it. We, we stand chorus fruit. Max, I want to give you a heartfelt thank you to our guests this week, Sam, Tim, and Jasmine, for coming on and talking about Minecraft. This has been episode one of Join the Gang, a New Age Community podcast. Join us throughout the week for live recordings in the New Age Discord server and for the full episodes to be released on Thursdays. Next week, we're going to be talking about something that uh, hopefully doesn't get flipped on its head. Any final thoughts, Max? Oh, I mean, uh, it was great. It was great talking to you guys. Uh, thank you guys very much for coming on. Uh, I learned a lot about the the Minecraft server. Um, you know, the stuff that I wasn't present for, and uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of passion that goes into it. That was nice to hear about. Yeah, I hope to hear more about uh, the fantastic builds and the new people that you've been meeting in your journey. So, thanks everyone for listening. We hope to see you next time on Join the Gang, a New Age Community Podcast. Thank you.